Thank you, and it's my pleasure. So if you could just briefly sketch for us a picture of what this report actually details. Oh, all right. Uh, firstly, um, let's just speak about the significance of that. Um, the report, and we're referring here to the leak that month's report into the irregular contracts with Prasa. Um, what it actually indicates and confirms um, is the deepening of our understanding of the vast extent to which the rail agency was captured um, and captured by dishonest forces with very deep ties to the, to the ruling elite. So obviously that raises a number of concerns because um, whilst it actually confirms our concerns from the outset, um, what it also further indicates is that the public at large and particularly the rail commuters of whom many are of the poorest, working people, working class people, unemployed people trying to find jobs um, and using or having to use um, rail transport as the cheapest historically has been and should be, but they cannot access that. And also, if they do access that, where trains become few and far between and even more so, with fewer carriages on the rail, um, the unsafety of commuters has also increased because of the monies that have been pulsed, that has been stolen, were the very monies that had to be used, among others, for safety and security of commuters, um, to improve the rail conditions, to improve um, the... Uh, the supply of, of the type of trains needed in this modern age, it, it's impacted upon all of that. But of particular concern, it speaks to the security and the security contacts given to the favoured fuel that's not been used for that purpose, benefiting a few at the expense of commuters who are pulling at the um, at the other end, um, and being even more unsafe because money is rented to the pockets of, of, of certain people. Mm. Now, That's what it exposes. Zelda, uh, the workman's attorneys, uh, they did this forensic investigation. That report has not been made public. Um, so, so have you been in contact with any of these parties regarding this report? And why have you decided to put it out in the public domain? Oh, firstly, it does say, look, we've been, and it's, 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 it's obvious for anyone to see that something was going drastically wrong for a long time. Um, you can't have one minute people who are having to commute on the trains. Um, money is claimed to have been spent um, to modernize the trains. People feeling and getting and being more unsafe, um, being thrown over the trains, being electrocuted. And then the obvious question is, what happened to the money? Who was, who was given these contracts? What did they do with it? These were obvious questions. There is no, um, there's no mystery about it. The mystery, if there is any mystery, was who is responsible and to whom it was given. And now the report indicates, for example, that um, Arthur Fraser, who then was a former uh, Deputy Director General of the Security Agency um, and the Director of Research and Risk, was given what they refer to as a confinement contract or contract by confinement. It's a nice word of saying, way of saying, we only give it to you. You confine it to one contractor, one supplier. We will not test the market. We will, it will not be open tender. We give it to you. Then because of security, um, everything gets closed around it. So now we can't access that because the claim that would be it's a breach of security. So now it's a confinement contract. 
Um, it was approved by Lucky Montana. Um, initially, the amount was $7 million, but within 24 months, it escalated to $87.8 million. Now, surely that must raise eyebrows. That should raise concerns. Now, this report, um, look, it's a leaked report, but that report was also um, given to Parliament some time back. In fact, February, it's been in their possession since February 27, 2017. Sorry. So since February 2017, it's been shelved. Mm. And the inquiry into state capture and corruption at Prasa Nothing since then has happened. That's February 2017. And people are having to use the trains daily, and, and definitely there should be accountability. So that raises the question, how does Parliament apply its oversight role, and why did it, why does it lack the enthusiasm to address something that directly affects the world? Well... We'll put that question to Parliament. Uh, Zelda Holtzman there, um, she's a member of Hashtag Unite Behind, and they are uh, a commuter rather activist group. And we were supposed to speak to uh, Prasa's uh, Nana Zenani. Unfortunately, she's just pulled out. Uh, But we do have uh, joining us on the line now, Chairperson of Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Transport, uh, Dikaledi Magadzi. Thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon, Ms. Magadzi. Uh, thank you for inviting me, uh, Sakina. Let me correct one thing. Uh, we requested the, the Bergsman uh, forensic report, and it, it arrived in Parliament February of this year, not February of 2017. That's one thing that I want to correct. Mm-hmm. And I need to also indicate that uh, we as Parliament will not reveal a forensic report because that is a tool that management uses to can be able to correct. We have been fighting a number of uh, of issues because one, we have seen that uh, the modernization program has been left uh, 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 and not been followed through like it has been indicated in the strategic plan of Prasa. The other thing is we have seen train burning. And hence, uh, as uh, uh, board after board after board were changed, because I think this is the fourth board that is there. One of the things that we have been saying is refurbish trains so that our people can be able to have proper uh, commuting from to and to their places of uh, of work. And mm. that even two weeks ago, we were still challenging. Prasa board when they brought the two annual reports of 2016-17 and 2017-18 to Parliament, and that is what I wanted to uh, to say that uh, it is not to say that we are not doing anything. Uh, All right. Security on trains. Two issues that we have raised. Quickly fix the uh, the, the, the cameras in all the stations. Quickly repair. Uh, uh, the coaches that are in Salt River here in, in the Western Cape and uh, in Trifontaine, those are the things that we believe. Once you have a lot of coaches, it will assist because it's uh, a risk uh, to the commuters 
because we've got very few coaches and the commuters are hanging outside of the train. Mm. Ms. Magazi, let me just squeeze this question in because we're out of time. So um, in terms of your oversight role as the Portfolio Committee on Transport in Parliament, this report, uh, it is now out in the public domain and you've had it since February of this year. So with regard to the findings, have they been acted upon by PRASA at all? What's the status of that? Remember, this report comes out of uh, the derailed uh, by public protector. There has not been very many findings that have been implemented. And these are the things that we are arguing about. And uh, I have said that there have been four boards. You say to the board, give us the progress to date. Uh, they, they go, they get removed and so on and so on. But uh, we, we are, uh, have said to them, uh, we have been to several train stations to go and see as to what exactly is happening, including Bramfontein in Johannesburg. And that is why we're saying uh, uh, in the last, we indicated to, to the department that you cannot continue giving money, which actually uh, feeds the legal firms and is not doing service delivery. And hence the department withheld $4 billion rent because it wasn't being used, going to be used for service delivery. Service delivery is about traction of trains, uh, pairways, uh, making sure that the, 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 the coaches are uh, revamped, not to go and uh, uh, keep on paying lawyers uh, to do uh, uh, forensic, uh, which actually is not being implemented.